0: Hello, uh, welcome to Chronicle Cast. This is Andrew Bocock. I'm here at AFI Fest, uh, doing a special interview with Panos Cosmatos, the director of the new uh, science fiction horror project, Beyond the Black Rainbow. Um, now, Panos, uh, if you could just uh, describe briefly um, what this film is, what it's about, sure, um, everything that goes along
1: with that for me, okay. Um, I feel like I'm being interrogated by the police. No, <laughs> I'll try to loosen up as much as I can. Go for it. Um, it's a psychedelic science fiction horror trance film. Um, I kind of feel, as far as the story goes, I think the less you know about it going in, the better. Because I think watching it for the first time is sort of like a, a sort of process of discovery. Exactly, yeah. Um, I think of it a little bit of it, of it as a, a bit of a cinematic Rorschach test. Sure. And that uh, if the audience—I know it's a lot to ask—but if the audience is able to like connect with it and project their own sort of personal uh, uh, experiences and anxieties onto it, or experiences, then uh, you know it sort of comes alive a lot more. Yeah. Whereas if you watch it in a detached way, it, you know you might not uh, get as much out of it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, the uh my perception when watching this was that it's the type of film that it kind of escapes the classical kind of criticism. When you're yeah. just a, a person watching it, I mean it's not like the the type of film where you can just kinda take notes and go, Okay, well this works, this doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's it's more about the the mood, the mm-hmm. like you said, the journey, the discovery as you're watching it. Yeah. Um my perception of it is, you know, the closest experience cinematically I could think of is maybe like David Lynch's Eraserhead where you're mm-hmm. kind of deducing
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, yep. what it is about as you're watching it. Yep. Um, There's also
1: a lot of layers sort of embedded in it, so I think it also sort of stands up to repeat viewings. hopefully. Yeah. And that, you know, different things will sort of emerge as you watch it repeatedly.
0: For sure. Um, I'd like, uh, if, if possible, if you could talk a little bit about your background. Um where you came from um -hmm. and if that has any direct connection you think to uh to this film itself and how uh, because i don't know if i mentioned this this is your debut feature correct yeah um so if you could talk a little bit about your background how it relates to uh this film maybe like your own personal evolution as a as an artist as a filmmaker Mm -hmm. um i guess primarily what's uh from where you came from, where you were raised, what was your biggest inspiration for this uh, project?
1: Well, yeah, uh, you know, my mother was an experimental sort of sculptor, I would describe it as. Okay. She made these very strange, sort of multimedia pieces. Uh, I think that generally, I think were about lost souls. Mm-hmm. Um, and my father was a, a movie director who made popcorn movies. And so I feel from the very beginning, you know, that was a huge influence in my life, these two sort of disparate approaches to creativity. Mm -hmm. But creativity was always, you know, nurtured, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, from early on. But um, as far as this film is concerned, I mean, it it took me a long time. I I love movies so much, I didn't want to just make anything just to make it, you know? Absolutely. So it took me a long time to sort of just experiment and... With shorts and, and, and just drawing, even and collage, and fi- to figure out exactly what, what kind of film it is I wanted to make, and
0: uh, for sure, yeah. So um, I'm gonna ask you this question. You can choose whether or not you want to answer it. Essentially, uh, I was just gonna say, give you the opportunity if you wanted to say what the black rainbow actually is or what it represents. Right. Um,
1: um I don't even know if I could answer that question to be honest with you. Okay. Uh, I mean, when I'm writing, I always sort of I always come up with a title early on Uh to sort of have a sort of uh, uh, vibe to go by. Sure. Um, I think it was just a title that sort of just came to me, and it resonated with the sort of imagery that that uh, that I was that I was that I was was, uh, interested in at the time when I was writing. So okay, it just seemed to perfectly fit.
0: Awesome. Yeah.
1: Okay, so... But, you know, again, it's I think it's a, I wanted a title that people could project their own meaning onto. Uh-huh.
0: For sure, okay.
1: But, there, you know, in the film, there is a sort of explicit reference mm-hmm. to the title, but, again, I can't... I don't want to tell say what it is. Yeah, absolutely. It's part of the... It's part, <laughs> part of that experience, you know? But like, well, that yeah. came late in the game, you know? Yeah. Like,
0: For yeah. sure. I wanted
1: to have the title mentioned in the film because, you know, uh, I just want... I once read an interview with John Waters where he said he loved it when uh, when the... Title of a film is said within the film.
0: Yeah, I do too. It's it's kind of that strange. Uh, sen- it's almost like the vague sense of sin- significance that's uh, placed within the context of, it, of yeah. a work, even when you're reading a book, and then they they say a reference that's a fleeting sentence, but it's oh, it's the title of it. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. it's like that. That, <laughs> that little insignificant part is actually so much more significant than that uh, yeah. than you initially think. It's also kind of funny, mm
1: -hmm. too. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) for sure. (laughs)
0: Um, So stylistically, um, I'd like to talk about some of your influences. I remember you said, uh, or I was reading a little bit in the notes here that um, you're influenced by fantasy art and heavy metal. Yeah. And um, I'm... Uh, I feel like I'm from a similar background a little bit because I'm yep. a bit of a metal head. So, um, what what directly influenced you? Uh, what w- any bands or yeah. just specific genres of metal or anything like that?
1: Well, yeah. Well, growing up, I was I, uh, I, I heard uh, in like the very early '80s the first metal I probably heard was, was probably Motley Crue. Okay. Shout out the Devil. <laughs> um, after that, I became obsessed with uh metal uh-huh. uh oh yeah some somebody loaned me the, t- the tape and i took it home and, and listened to it in the beginning which is like this sort of weird post-apocalyptic um intro to the record i uh-huh. feel like that's kind of the beginning of the end for me you know as far as like yeah you know, uh the botched <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But from there, you know, I, you know, as I got a bit older, I got more and more into the heavier shit, and uh-huh. you know, like Slayer and and, uh, and early Metallica, and, uh, and you know, and I still love metal. Uh huh. Um, lately, I've been listening to like like uh, Amon Amarth or like a Swedish oh. Viking metal band. So awesome. <laughs> huge fan. <laughs> um,
0: now nowadays, I'm. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm a, of the persuade. I'm of the persuasion now that if it comes from Scandinavia, it's usually the highest quality. Nowadays. Yeah, so, yeah, that's true. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I just saw Opeth a couple weeks ago. Oh, sweet. So um, yeah, I'm. I'm I
1: am i because your shirt's covering part of it. I wasn't sure if it said Opeth or Oprah. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't Oprah. Could,
0: yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it's. <clears throat> Yeah, I I have a huge connection to that as well. It's kind of like that strange uh, draw. I don't know if there's a. If I can pin down a psychological Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) genesis for the whole thing. I I know that. uh, Similarly, I saw that um, in the notes as well, like you weren't allowed to watch R rated films growing up. I was kind of the same way. I came uh, from a very religious background. Yeah. um, And I had that kind of uh, backdrop where I was. You rejected it. Yeah, where I, I had to, um, I was forced to reject something, but that kind of increased my fascination with with yeah. it. And yeah, So yeah. over the years, it kind of led to that um, that fascination kind of blooming into being into the, the darker, the more morose yeah. Yeah. type sub type of subjects. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm. Um, I I became a huge metal nerd, got into horror films, science fiction, all that kind of stuff. Um, So as far as uh, direct influences for this film, though, um, stylistically, I mean, I could see a little bit of, you know, David Lynch, a little bit of Kubrick, um, uh, even a little bit of like Blade Runner, THX 1138. Is there any... um, one film or artist you'd like to pinpoint that was huge on you, or do you just kind of mesh it all together? Is it yeah, there's of, no
1: way at this point that I can just pinpoint one because yeah, yeah. it's just a big cauldron up there,
0: yeah, no, it's <laughs> it's great. and I mean, the bigger the bigger pool of influences you have, yeah. the better I really yeah. think if you're an artist. So I mean, I
1: didn't want to directly influence uh, you know uh, infer any particular filmmaker or any specific uh-huh. shots, you know, yeah but I'm sure in some way it came out, you know, uh, unconsciously. Yeah. But I, but I made a point of sort of not... The films that I suspected were, were sort of, like, influencing it, I, I made a point to not watch those ones. Yeah. And yeah. instead I watched other films that I thought might sort of also resonate yeah. the same way, you know?
0: Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. I, I mean, I, I feel the same way if I'm... If I hear about something that's close to a screenplay that I'm yeah. that I'm writing or whatever, yeah. I'm yeah. like, oh no, I can't. I got to stay away from that because yeah. I don't want that to yeah.
1: subconsciously go through. Well, you know, because the film, the sort of inspiration for the film was to do something that was like a, a remembered film, yeah, or like a story, a uh, an, an imagined film that I would you know, read, look at the VHS boxes and read the, the descriptions and then imagine the film uh-huh. that was completely different from what it actually was. For that, re- to sort of try to keep that. Uh, that, that sort of very that vivid in the in the making of it. I I yeah I didn't want to specifically reference any set pieces or imagery from another film. Okay. And let it come out in a more abstract way, which perhaps you know harkens to some of those things, but not in an intentional way.
0: Yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, so for uh, for the special effects and everything, yeah, uh, I couldn't tell. Did you use uh, did you use any computers, or was it all um, done
1: very? I would say like ninety percent of the effects are um, analog. Okay. There is some stuff that was created digitally, uh-huh. but I, you know, I, I was very intent on having it come across or had the vibe of, of an analog effect. You know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it came across that way for sure. Yeah. I mean, there is uh, that the thing that bugs me sometimes nowadays is, especially if I'm interested in a story or something, mm-hmm. and then it comes out. There's a uh, kind of a distracting cgi thing you can tell it's not real that's that's what i love is the uh the, the old school way of making yep. something yeah feel real you know whether it's computers whatever it's I mean, really
1: satisfying to shoot an effect in camera you know
0: yeah oh yeah
1: um there's a couple times where we just couldn't do it yeah. but uh you know the vast majority of it is, is in camera mm-hmm.
0: okay so so based on um based on this film uh I'd be curious to to ask you, I don't know if uh, you can give me a direct answer, but what's your dream life like? Cuz it seems like this film is very much influenced by dreams and you yeah. know, the subconscious and everything.
1: Yeah, I have a, I'm a very vivid lucid dreamer. I uh-huh. dream every night a lot. Awesome. Um a lot of my ideas that it come directly from dreams. Um I have a ten a weird tendency. I actually dream whole films. <laughs> I dream that I'm watching a film, and then I wake up and I, I'm like, "Oh, th- th- I just watched a movie that doesn't exist." And then I you know, often write them down. Yeah, <laughs> no, those are th- those are some
0: inter- I Yeah, I've had a couple experiences like that um, <laughs> before. Uh,
1: Star Wars: The Phantom Menace came out. You know, I was like so obsessed with like it, and you know hoping that it would be good. Yeah, that I had several dreams where I was watching The Phantom Menace. Uh-huh. And one of them, uh, one of them was like this incredibly slow art film wow. that took place in the Star Wars universe. Awesome. <laughs> and I remember watching it in the, in the dream. I was in the theater watching it being like, I can't believe Lucas had the balls to make a movie this fucking bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If only that was the case. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> no, that, w- that would have been something else.
1: I mean, watching the actual film was more like having a nightmare, a waking nightmare. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's true. (laughs) If only we could have the THX Lucas making that. Yeah, uh, exactly. That's how I'd like to see. Yeah. um, So do you uh, you have any plans right now for future projects? Um, Do you have anything in the works?
1: Um, There's a few ideas that I have that I'm, you know, always taking notes on. And there's one that I'm sort of actively writing the screenplay for. Okay. Um, There's a couple of properties, pre-existing properties that I'm sort of poking around seeing what's going on with them but okay. but uh yeah um, I, right. it, 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 I I don't ever want to make I, maybe you know I, I really don't like the idea of making a, 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 a two yeah. movies in the same genre yeah so I, I would like to try something different every time
0: awesome okay so uh the, I guess maybe within
1: the sort of realm of the grotesque and fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to make a romantic comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Although are, I may make might make something with some romance and comedy in it, but yeah. not. Yeah. Straight up.
0: For straight sure. Up. Okay.
1: That's I think it'd be boring to make a movie that didn't have uh, you know yeah. something bizarre in it. Something crazy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I kind of agree with
1: you. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, sometimes I. Uh, it could be more boring than editing a romantic comedy. Yeah. You
0: know? yeah, yeah. 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 For sure. <laughs> I, I mean, no. The, the nowadays, it's, it's like it, it's, it seems like to be an editor in Hollywood sometimes is, is could be the most boring, tedious job. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was well, I, I was just flipping around the channels the other day and I saw Desperate Housewives and I thought to myself, I, I wonder if the editor, the editors of that show, contemplate suicide on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As a symptom of that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, um, within the, uh, science fiction realm, um, I'd just like to ask a, uh, a question, your opinion on something. Will computers ever become fully cognizant beings? I hope so. All right. What's your reaction to that? How do you feel about it? I feel great about it. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the idea of something, um artificially creating a personality and being able to interact with it uh, yeah. so you think that um, computers will be able to interact with
1: in a, in a very human level yeah thing? well you know I mean you've seen ah. Iron Man <laughs> that'd be kind of cool yeah <laughs> yeah have it, have
0: it make you you know special M- superhero suits but then maybe then it'll, it'll
1: be Skynet and you know it'll be It'll, yeah. be, it'll be a hassle. Yeah, <laughs> a hassle. To say the least. <laughs> yeah. I have a feeling it'll be somewhere in between. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, let's let's hope that it's uh, not
0: skydiving <laughs> For our sins. Um, it might be
1: annoying, you know, like if there's artificial intelligence built into all different aspects of your society, trying to deal yeah. with badly mm-hmm. created artificial intelligence It yeah. could be, you know.
0: Yeah, that's what I, that's what I fear sometimes is the 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 one that sticks out to me sometimes is the minority report yeah. uh the you know because that one seems i think the most imminent in some mm-hmm. ways mm-hmm. the idea of just walking everywhere having your identity recognized and people going hey you yeah that's right come here you know i'm sure that'll that's, happen yeah. yeah oh absolutely yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean that that movie won't be sci-fi in 20 years either. no <laughs> we
1: pretty much living in a science fiction movie right now so
0: yeah <laughs> okay so um finally just to cap it off uh do you have any advice for young artists or filmmakers? Uh, what, like, based on your experience, what do you think? Uh, what's the most beneficial uh, thing that you have come away with in this project that um, that you would pass on to others?
1: It would be to make something that you want and need to see, not just to make a movie to make a movie, you know. Yeah. But to try to make every part of the film something that really. Uh, Gives you wood, <laughs> yeah. Gives you wood. Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay. Artistic wood. Right. Yeah. There you go. Okay.
0: I think that's uh, that's some excellent advice. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I think that's about it for for now. Um, I really enjoyed the movie. I think that uh, anybody who uh, anybody who's remotely into science fiction or horror or just something out of the norm uh, needs to see this film. Um, it's really bold in its in its vision and uh very distinct uh Panos, i think you have a very um articulate vision that's that sticks apart even from some of the great artists today i think that um you have a, a lot of potential from what i can see for the future and i in some ways i envy you for being able to complete this um before i could do something like this
1: so. <laughs> <laughs> thanks man <laughs> um but yeah i
0: appreciate you uh come by and interviewing um and good luck in the future thank you all right thank you thanks, thanks very much